Hello, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Big shout outs to all the medical workers out there. Also, prayers and virtual hugs to all those people in Ukraine caught in the middle of that devastating, horrendous conflict that began Friday between the UK and Russia. Hashtag pray for Ukraine. Happy birthday to the late Elizabeth Taylor, Kate Mara, novelist John Steinbeck, and singer Josh Groban. Today happens to be Tom Brady and Giselle Buchanan's 13th wedding anniversary. Belated birthday shout-outs to Tiffany Yates, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them's Newt's Commander, whose birthdays were February 24th, along with Brett Bell and Richard Dean Peters III, whose birthdays were February 26th, and I kind of forgot to mention them on Thursday's show. Whoopsies. <laughs> I also forgot to mention last weekend, last Thursday, that Rebel Wilson, dad-to-be Luke Combs, Bryce Dallas Howard, Nikki Smith-Balmer, and Katie Soros have birthday March 2nd. Also having a birthday on Wednesday is the one and only Theodore Giselle. Who's this, you wonder? By another name, he, he's known quite well, Dr. Seuss, who was born 118 years ago that very day. Not to mention his book, The Lorax, jumped from the page to the big screen exactly 10 years ago that day. Though for 31 years he, is lo- he has been gone, his books have made his lasting legacy live on. Known for creating the Cat in the Hat, Grinch, Horton Hears a Who, Sneetches and Lorax, and introducing readers to General Gerald McBoinboin, Yoda the Turtle, Thidwick the Big Hearted Moose, Daisy Head Maisie, and the Stubborn Zacks. 2000's How the Grinch Stole Christmas was his first book to be a movie, followed by the live-action Cat in the Hat in 2003. Ooh, that travesty, the better, don't you agree? Yes, sirree. Horton Who came out in 2008 when an animated Grinch came in 2018. An animated Cat in the Hat movie arrives in 2024. But wait, that's not the only animated Seuss film in the development store. The Things are getting a spinoff in 2026 called Think 1 and Think 2. And all the places you'll go is getting to the screen in 2027 scene. In, 20, 20, in 2027 as well, too. Oh, no, it's happening yet again. I'm speaking in rhyme. Blast you, Suze. Get out of my head. Out, I say, for I don't want to be talking or typing like this on Monday. Anyways, er, moving on. Before I get to flashback fun, I have some news report. Cinemablend.com announced earlier today Indiana Jones' final film adventure, directed by James Mangold, has officially finished shooting today. The film starring Harrison Ford, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Mads Mikkelsen, who will be the new Galette Grindelwald in the upcoming third Fantastic Beast movies, Boyd Holbrook, Toby Jones, Antonio Banderas, 
arrives in theaters on June 30th, 2023. <laughs> Child's Play creator Don Mancini revealed a new teaser poster for the second season of USA Network and Sci-Fi's Coming of Rage spin-off series Chucky's, which killed it with high ratings and praise when it bowed last October. Slash Film reported earlier this afternoon, Mancini serves as the creator of the show, which saw the return of several familiar faces and voices from the franchise, including Brad Dorif, Jennifer Tilly, Fiona Dorif, Alex Vinson, and Christine Else. Chucky was renewed for a second season back in November of last year. The poster that Mancini tweeted on his official Twitter fa- page is simplistic and right to the point. The title Chucky 2 is plastered across the poster equipped with glowing red letters that resemble a billboard. Behind the title is a subtle image of the titular killer doll that is easy to miss if a viewer is not paying close attention. enough attention. The rest of the poster is black, and under the title is just the year 2022. The first season of Chucky will be released as a Blu-ray on April 12th, showcasing several deleted scenes as a special feature. Not much is known about the second season of Chucky, but it has been hinted at by many sources that Chucky and Tiffany's child, Glenn Glenda, who appeared in 2004 Seed of Chucky, will make an appearance this go-around. No word news has been announced regarding whether Chucky's second season will start filming or or if it has already. But it is confirmed that fans of the seasons can catch season two at some point this year. It is being speculated that Chucky will return to the small screen in October, but no official release date has been announced as of late. Variety.com announced February 25th this is Us star Lyric Ross has signed on for a role in the upcoming Marvel series Ironheart. Variety has confirmed with sources. Ross joins previously announced cast members Dominique Thorne and Anthony Ramos. As previously announced, the show follows Marvel's character Riri Williams Thorne, a genius inventor and the creator of the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. Ross is believed to be playing William's best friend. Details on the character Ramos are playing is, become, is being kept under wraps. The website also reported yesterday Steven Spielberg is developing an original feature film based on the character of Frank Bullitt, the San Francisco cop first played by Steve McQueen in the 1968 thriller Bullitt. Josh Singer is set to write the screenplay with regular Steven Spielberg collaborator Christy Masco Krieger on board to produce with the director. McQueen's son Chad McQueen and granddaughter Molly McQueen are executive producing. After a lengthy negotiation process with the McQueen estate to secure the rights to the character, Warner Brothers, which released the 1968 Bullet, will be the studio for Spielberg's new film, which is not a remake but an original story about the character, arguably McQueen's most iconic role. The 1968 Bullet, based on the 1963 novel Mute Witness, follows Bullet's investigation into the death of a mob informant that he was tasked with protecting. 
Attention, foolish mortals. We have an official release date for the Haunted Mansion remake. And it's just eight months before the 20th anniversary of the 2003 original. Comicbook.com announced February 24th on March 10th of 2023. Audiences will be in for scare with Owen Wilson and Rosario Dawson. As the months have passed since the announcement of the film, more stars keep getting added to the stacked cast. In addition to Wilson and Dawson, Lakeith Stanfield and Tiffany Haddish are also along for the ride. Making big movies about iconic Disneyland and Walt Disney World attractions is not exactly in a new position for the company, but the success of Jungle Cruise might have shown them a path forward. Casting numerable, likable stars and delivering fun adventures all that moviegoers want. If that weren't enough, Danny DeVito will be starring in the movie too. Now, if you excuse me for the bad Scottish accent, are you wondering what the joyous shout ye heard around the World Friday was? Then a fash, that's Gaelic, I learned to speak for Duncan worked up. Twas just the sound. Oh, Outlander fans screaming in delight at the news an Outlander prequel series it is in development. TVinsider.com declared February 25th. Could Outlander be going further back in time than ever seen before? It seems that way as a prequel series is reportedly in the works of stars. The time traversing fantasy romance series finally returns for season 6 on March 6 and already the creatives are gearing up for the next project. According to Variety, Outlander's executive producer and showrunner Matthew B. Roberts is set to write and executive produce the prequel. A writer's room is also supposedly being assembled with the hopes of getting to work within the next few weeks. Plot details for the project are currently under wraps, leaving fans to speculate about possible scenarios or storylines. Now for a bad vampire voice, speaking of 2023 movies getting dates, ZRAP.com reported February 25th, Universal's monster movie Renfield has sunk its fangs into an April 14, 2023 date. Nicholas Holt Stars as the titular sidekick to Nicolas Cage, who will play Venfield's blood-sucking boss Dracula. The website said the official synopsis is, is as follows. Venfield is forced to procure his master's prey and do his every bidding, no matter how debased. But now, after centuries of servitude, Venfield is... Ready to see if there's a life outside the shadow of the Prince of Darkness. If only he can figure out how to end his codependencies. Chris McKay is directing and producing. Vanfield also stars Aquafina, Ben Schwartz, and Adrian Martinez. On to flashback fun. As it is Mardi Gras Tuesday, March 1st, it makes sense to make this week's flashback fun Three Oscar-nominated films set in New Orleans and Louisiana. Guys and Dolls, The Godfather, 1996 is The Island of Dr. Moreau, Superman. These are just a few films in in Marlon Brando's amazing career. But they wouldn't have happened if it weren't for 
a black and white September 1951 drama adapted from Tennessee Williams' award-winning 1947 play of the same name, co-starring Carl Madden and Kim Hunter, A Streetcar Named Desire. Also starring Vivian Leigh, who appeared in the London play production, it's centered on aristocratic Southern belle Blanche Du Bois, who moves in with his sister, with her sister and her brother-in-law into a crumbling New Orleans apartment while her reality gets torn apart. After this film, which made $8,006,845 worldwide, the then unknown Brando shot to stardom as a major Hollywood actor and earned him the first of four for four back-to-back Oscar nominations for Best Actor. It was up for 11 other categories, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Screenplay, winning Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Art Direction Black and White, and Best Supporting Actress. Did you know the Blanche role was first offered to Olivia de Havilland? But when wage demands proved to be too much for her, Vivian Leigh ended up with a part. And later in her life, Leigh, who really had bipolar disorder, had trouble distinguishing real life from that of Blanche Du Bois' life. And the fact that Marlon Brando was snubbed for an Academy Award in the sole performance that nearly single-handedly started the method after movement and is considered one of the best performances ever on film is dubbed one of the greatest travesty in Hollywood's long history. Ten years ago, on July 27, 2012, New York and Los Angeles moviegoers became enamored with young child actors Quivin Zenny Wallace with limited theatrical release of the drama Beast of the Southern Wild. Also starring Dwight Henry, the festival favorite, which ended up expanding into other markets, centered on six-year-old Hush Puppy, who must find courage when she's faced both with melting ice caps that flood her Louisiana Bayou ramshackle community and unleash ancient prehistoric monsters, and her hot-tempered father's failing health. It, the 23... Point one million earner received commercial and critical acclaim from critics. It was up for four Academy Awards in 2013. Best Director, Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Actress for Wallace, who became history's youngest Best Actress nominee at just nine years old. Unfortunately, it was that year's only Best Picture nominee that didn't win any Academy Awards. According to the Internet Movie Database, when Oprah Winfrey featured Beast in a one-hour TV show, she revealed it was then-President Barack Obama who first told her about the movie. Three years before Beast of the Southern Wild came out, Walt Disney's traditional animated musical fantasy rom-com The Princess and the Frog, starring Anika Noni Rose, Bruce Campos, Jennifer Cody, John Goodman, Oprah Winfrey, Jim Cummings, and Terrence Fra- Howard Brockhoff to theaters 
in a limited release November 25th, 2009, before a wide release December 11th that year. Right before a little film called Avatar, co-written and directed by John Musker and Ron Clements, Walt Disney's 49th animated film, which was loosely based on E.D. Baker's book, The Frog Princess, recounts how in 1926 New Orleans, hard-working waitress and aspiring restaurateur Tiana gets turned into a frog after kissing human-turned-frog Prince Naveen of Maldonia, who is transformed by an evil witch doctor. Now the duo must find a way to change back into, into humans. It made about... $269 million worldwide, becoming Disney's most successfully traditionally animated film since 2002's Lilo and Stitch, and the studio's most successful film overall since 1999's Tarzan. It received three Academy Award nominations, one for Best Animated Feature Film and two for Best Original Song. Unfortunately, it lost to Up for Best Animated Feature Film and Crazy Heart for the song. According to the Internet Movie Database, Dr. Facilier is the only character in the film that refers to himself by name. All the others call him the Shadow Man. And this was the first Disney movie to feature an African-American princess. Other films set in New Orleans include The Big Easy, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, 2018's The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, 1989's All Dogs Go to Heaven, the surprise 2017 Smash Girl Strip, 2005's The Skeleton Keep, and many others. That's it for this week's flashback fun and news, folks. Until we meet again on Thursday, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. See you soon. Bye.